This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. It is the beginning of a brand new month. March has welcomed us all, and we're definitely excited to be beginning yet another month with all of you sharing the latest on what is happening in the tech world, starting with the UAE, because news have it that an e-call system is in place to help alert police officers about accidents Not within minutes, but within seconds. Yes, and talking about the UAE as well, Mastercard has now launched a click-to-play serp, click-to-pay service right here in the UAE. We're very excited to tell you the best features about having this on your devices. But in the world of apps, lots is happening as well because YouTube has officially launched the new supervised mode that will allow all parents to rest assured that their older children especially teenagers are not watching content they shouldn't be watching yes and uh, lately we have been having 5g and 5g is awesome but now apple <laughs> is hiring engineers to develop 6g connectivity in the world of gadgets lots is happening as well because we're going to be talking about an engineer that has created a solution for those who struggle with panic attacks we do know that panic attacks can sometimes feel like heart attacks but what if we can use a gadget to help calm our nerves down during those tough times lots and lots is in store right here on future talk so make sure you keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world ladies and gentlemen we're talking about a new e-call system that is going to alert police about accidents within seconds it's happening right here in the uae now the police have unveiled the e-call system as part of the uae innovation week now An electronic car call system that will automatically alert the nearest police station about an accident has been launched in Abu Dhabi right here in the UAE, which will speed up accident report and emergency response times. Now, Abu Dhabi police have unveiled the e-call system as part of the UAE Innovation Week that did conclude on Saturday. We do know that when it comes to accidents, seconds can save lives. And this is exactly why this brand new system has been introduced to all police command cent- centers across the Emirates. What it will do is basically alert the police control room directly within seconds about a certain accident. And then any aid emergency services that will provide assistance will be sent to that location in the shortest possible time, which we are speculating to be only seconds. So this new advanced system will actually be enhancing the speed of response when road accidents occur, but it will also keep pace with future efforts whereby vehicles will be fitted with this brand new technology. So you'll no longer need to actually report an accident because the minute your car would get into an accident, it will immediately inform the police officers. Yes, now back in 2019, UAE authorities have announced that from 2021, all new vehicle models in the country will have the e-call system fitted into them. Now, the international accreditation for handling such automated vehicle accident emergency calls were given to the Abu Dhabi Police's Emergency Center. Now, the UAE Telecommunications Regulatory Authority, or known as TRA, has actually developed the e-call system in cooperation with the Emirates Authority for Standardization and Meteorology and Police Authorities. Now, this isn't more of... This has been actually around for quite some time now. Yes. Now, some models, let's say, for example, what I know of is a Lexus car. A Lexus mm. car does have something that you can call for roadside assistance 
And if, for let's say, uh, for example, God forbid you're having a heart attack or something while you're driving, up near the sunroof, you have a button you can press that will alert the authority. So seeing this being fitted into all newer models right here in the country is very important because we do know that a lot of us spend a lot of time on the road and every day we commute and mm. we do know that we have a, a, a big majority of people driving from Sharjah to Dubai, anywhere in the UAE. And unfortunately, accidents do happen. So having accidents being notified or the police being notified in those kind of milliseconds is very important. Absolutely. It's like having an SOS button on hand at all times in your own car. If you're wondering how this technology works, officials have been explaining that whenever a collision happens between two vehicles or let's say the vehicle goes ahead and collides with something else, the e-call will be notified and it will communicate through the driver's mobile network as a communication channel. So the call system will be triggered as soon as the sensors detect that this passenger has been through a serious accident and an emergency message will be sent to the police officer that would include the vehicle type the location what type of fuel does your car use as well as the number of passengers that are found inside the vehicle the alert system can also be activated manually with the push of a button so when the report is sent officers in the operation room can go ahead and establish a call through the system to be able to speak to the passengers to check whether or not they are conscious it's a great innovation and we're definitely excited to have it roll out in more vehicles right here in the uae and around the world we'll keep you updated with whatever arises from this story but coming up on the show we're talking all about the ability to click and pay right here in the uae daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world as a customer, whenever you're looking to check out online on some of your favorite online shopping websites, one of the most annoying things has got to be spending time filling out all those details to be able to pay with your credit card. But now MasterCard has launched a brand new feature that is called the Click to Pay service right here in the UAE. Yes, now payments company MasterCard has unveiled its Click to Pay service in the UAE that does allow customers to make quick and secure online payments. Now, this service was actually first announced in the U.S. of October of 2019, which was then followed by the Asia-Pacific region in July last year. Now, it does replace the time-consuming process of filling out account details at the checkout stage with a digital icon or button. But users are not required to store their sensitive data with participating merchants. But the UA will benefit from the click-to-pay simple and safe technology, which I'm looking forward to as a lot of us pay online and I, I'm just saying it should be easier and easier now but yet safe and secure is what we're aiming for absolutely and users right here in the UAE will be getting a unique one-time code that is issued for the first-time user whenever they're ready to check out and as a shopper you can make purchases across a broad network without necessarily having to worry about fraud or you know worrying about someone making the most out of your credit card account but the UAE is definitely the first market in the Middle East where MasterCard has introduced this service and click to pay is currently used in eight markets around the world. They're also planning to expand into Saudi Arabia, Kuwait and Qatar in the next few months. But the main goal is to be able to make checking out uh, of out of online websites a lot easier for shoppers, but also safe as well. Yes, and the rival Visa did unveil a similar service in the Middle East in July just last year. Now, just like Omnia said, first-time users can complete the one-off click-to-pay enrollment process 
using their email and phone number. Click to pay will then send a secure one-time code whenever a consumer is ready to pay, eliminating the need for the card verification value number. Now, obviously safety is a priority, so to ensure the customer's data is safe, the company is using a tokenization technology, which does replace a user's 16-digit account or card number with an encrypted token to kind of throt fraud. Now, it's very important because, again, sometimes I, I, I don't like, I don't feel comfortable with typing in my whole number, typing yeah. in my name, typing in my, my security code. So having that kind of encryption, that one-time thing, or having a, uh, a, code. A, a, a code that masks my actual number is very important. Now, the new solution is expected to have high approval rates and lead to fewer abandoned online shopping carts, which that is what MasterCard is saying. Let us know your guys' thoughts, though. 4215-DO-ORAT-SALAT or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. How often do you go online shopping and how often do you feel kind of uh, demotivated to mm. kind of type in your number and just because of security reasons i know i've been in a couple whether if it's not a website i'm used to let's say amazon if it looks a little bit dodgy i'm like eh, i'd rather not do you pay do you have your 16 digit credit card number memorized um, i think so you do maybe, maybe the first first oh that's good eight numbers that maybe. is good if you guys want I i'll tell you guys right now <laughs> Let's not share it with everyone, but I don't have it memorized. It's not but like I know you're have anything. There's nothing inside. I'm broke. Publicly announcing yeah, it. I'm I broke. Mean, j- just in case anyone wants to hack me, there's you nothing. You guys, wait until. But it's at the beginning of the month. What do you. Oh, yeah, beginning of the month. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, it is the problem. But let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open 4215 door to Salat or sign into RDMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up, a very interesting story. For all the parents out there, if you're worried about the content that your teenage kids are consuming, make sure you stay tuned because we have a very interesting feature coming right out of YouTube. You're You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download, but you probably already have it downloaded because who doesn't have YouTube downloaded? But now we're talking about a new supervised mode that will be on YouTube and it will let parents restrict older kids' video viewing. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, YouTube is launching a PG version of the internet's biggest video service. A new supervised YouTube account option, which is rolling out over the next few months, is aimed at parents who feel their teens or tweens have outgrown the walled garden confines of the YouTube Kids app, but aren't yet ready for the weird wide world of unrestricted YouTube. Now, we do know that YouTube is an awesome platform, but at the same time, uh, they do. there is some content that is not uh, child or teen friendly. <laughs> and now YouTube is combating that, giving parents all the control that they ever need. Yes, indeed. Now, we do know that YouTube has an option for kids with their YouTube Kids application. But what do you do? When your kids have outgrown that children phase and now they're becoming teenagers. They believe they're adults, but they still have not entered adulthood and they'd like a little bit more freedom. This new option will help parents deliver just that for their teenagers because when looking at it, as children with the YouTube Kids app, these children have accounts that don't allow them to upload videos or to comment. But now with this brand new feature on YouTube, the supervised account, They can comment, they can upload videos, but as a parent, you have an option to filter out what content appears for your teenagers. So you'll be able to restrict 
you'll be able to restrict which videos they can watch and which videos they can't. Yes, now with the new option, parents will be able to set up managed YouTube account for their children, including for kids illegally barred from using regular YouTube by themselves. Now in the U.S., that does apply to those who are under the age of 13 years old, mm-hmm. and the age does actually vary in different countries. But yeah. children with these accounts will not be able to upload videos or comment and they'll have various content fillers or filters mm. to restrict which videos they can watch. Now, back in 2015, actually, the platform did distribute or debut YouTube Kids, which was a hub with content curated for kids from the age of 4 to 12 and did even feature multiple parental controls. But obviously, these kids have gotten older since 2015 <laughs> and they're going into their early teens. So some ch- some parents still want that control over the children, which I feel is 100% viable. And uh, again, the parents have the right because you don't want your children to go on that crazy weird side of YouTube where you see uh, someone uh, drinking eight gallons of milk because that that, that content is on YouTube and a child, a child actually might be inspired or motivated to try that. Now, YouTube does say that supervised accounts will launch in, the, in beta in the coming months in more than 80 countries, including the U.S., and is going to be available through a supervised Google account. Yes, and with those accounts, certain YouTube features will be disabled to help protect the younger audiences, which in this case are teenagers. So one example is that teenagers on YouTube supervised accounts won't be able to see personalized ads or ads in specific categories. They'll also not be able to make any in-app purchases, which is great news for all those parents who have had the experience of having a lot of cash coming out of their credit cards without knowing where it even went or when those transactions were made. Parents will also be able to access what their kids are viewing and their search history. They can also use other controls that will be offered by Google's family link, including screen time. So they can actually time how much time, well, their kids can spend on YouTube. YouTube is planning to add other parental parental controls over time, such as the ability to block specific content. Yes, now the supervised YouTube Kid Council will also provide three content settings for parents, which will be explore, explore more, and uh, most of YouTube with content filtered based on a mix of user input machine learning and human review to actually determine which videos are included. A big up to YouTube for kind of curating what parents need and what parents uh, want when their children are surfing the world wide web because again, uh, I'm looking at all the good points coming out of this because uh, restricting the pay service and, and not giving them ads because Obviously, we all get ads. So if a kid or child sees this, he might want to buy it. And obviously, when you have your account connected, they might have the password uh, to pay. So having these options all restricted from these children is very important because nowadays we do know that iPads and tablets and even laptops are the babysitter of this generation. Just throw them an iPad and you run away and they're good for like the next eight hours. So. I mean, uh, hats off to them. Yes, indeed. Let us know your thoughts and uh, what do you, what type of age group do you have children in? So if you have kids, YouTube Kids app is there for them. And now if you have teenagers, they can go ahead and check out the YouTube supervised accounts. Coming up on the show, we still have lots in store for all of you. We're going to be talking about Apple hiring engineers to develop 6G connectivity. This is Pulse95. Check this out. We just had the launch of 5G from Apple just a couple of months ago, or I think around six months ago, Mm -hmm. and people are going crazy. They love 5G. They love how fast it is. They love how everything is in 
uh, literally the palm of their hands. Uh, download speeds are going up to 500 and 700 megabytes uh, per second, which is amazing. But Apple is now hiring engineers to develop 6G connectivity, which is amazing because we just had 5G. I mean, the kind of the transition from 4G to 5G did take a while, but already there is talks about 6G. Now, Apple did launch its first 5G iPhones with 5G wireless speeds only a few months ago. Now it is looking on the 6th generation cellular connectivity, or like what we like to call it, 6G. Yes, indeed. Apple wants to become the leading or the leader in this technology rather than relying on other companies, which we've definitely seen happening across the years. Android would come out with a feature and then Apple just a few months later would go ahead and copy that technology. But now the California-based company is trying to become the pilot. Uh, smartphone industry yes. to go ahead and include that because they're currently asking for engineers to come ahead and work for finding out how exactly they can include the 6G connectivity within their brand new phones. We're looking at them posting for job ads, <laughs> looking for research engineers, but also looking for those who would help them embed this technology. Now, there is a lot of talks about how we just see one form of 5G or like let's say back when we had 4G. 4G came out and then a few months later people started talking about 5G. And even though the talks start, it does not mean that 6G will be coming mm -hmm. up with the next iPhone. It only means that it takes a lot of time to embed this technology within the phones but also to make sure that there are base stations around the country to help us get this type of connectivity. Yes, Apple is here. Not here is to take part but here to take over. Now, People hired for these positions will actually do research and design next-generation wireless communication systems for radio access networks and even participate in the industry or academic forms passionate about 6G technology. Now, industry watchers do not expect 6G to roll out until actually 2030, believe it or not. But the job listings do indicate that Apple want to be involved at the earliest stages in the development of the new technology. Now, Apple's current range of iPhones use 5G modems, which were designed by Qualcomm. Now, last year, Apple did join an alliance of companies working on standards for 6G and other next-generation cellular technologies. The standards and timing for 6G are loosely defined, but some analysts even say the technology could enable speeds more than 100 times faster than 5G. So, obviously, the, the, the set date is 6G, as uh, 2030 for 6G. Yeah. So, we're looking at up in another, <laughs> another nine years, but I do believe... That as soon as there is technological advancements and things do become easier, they might roll it out a little bit easier, a little bit earlier. And because they are planning on having an Apple car in the coming years, so they will incorporate something with 6G because obviously we want autonomous things. We want basically our compute our cars to be our computers and to be our meeting rooms. Yes, indeed. But even though Apple is looking to be a pioneer when it comes to 6G connectivity, there is still a lot of work that they need to do with their 5G. They need to take full advantage of it before moving on to becoming a major player in 6G and their 5G technology is still in its infancy stages. The company has not expanded 5G to other devices like let's say the Apple Watch or even the iPad and currently it is still selling lots of iPhones that are using the older 4G technology. However, they are looking on having Apple's first modem for 5G connectivity pretty soon. So not only are they you know, abandoning Intel for their MacBook Pros, but they're also planning to come up with their very own chips to support 5G connectivity on their iPhones. Yes, Apple's message is loud and clear. We're not here to take part, <laughs> we're here to take over. And so far, it does look like Apple loves control. <laughs> Pulse 95. 
gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Panic attacks can definitely be just as scary as getting a heart attack. We all have heard the saying that they feel exactly the same. However, panic attacks are seamlessly harmless unless we consider the emotional and psychological side of it. But this is exactly why an engineer has decided to come up with a brand new gadget to help calm the nerves of those who struggle with panic attacks. And the gadget itself is actually quite unique and it's called Call Me Go. It looks very similar to an asthma pump. However, the way it functions helps you as a person going through a panic attack regulate your breathing rate. Yes, it actually activates a nervous system in the brain in order to trigger relaxation. Now the gadget does target an individual's sense of smell, vision and touch to help them become even more focused and calm within just three minutes with lights as well as vibration even telling users when to exhale. Now it does kind of remind me of my Apple Watch because sometimes the Apple Watch will say, hey, did you breathe today? I'm yeah. like, of course I breathe today because I'm a human being or else I would be not here. But did so, you mindfully breathe? Mindfully <laughs> breathe. That is the key word because it does kind of help you relax when you breathe in. Now let's all do it together on air, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and then you I feel I feel out. relaxed already. Now, talking about the device, the device is easy to carry around in a bag or in the pocket. And its inventor does even recommend using Call Me Go three times a day for the best outcome. It also does include lavender and peppermint scent panels, which will enhance the gadget's ability to soothe all senses. Yes, indeed. Now, the way this gadget works is very interesting because it regulates your breathing without necessarily requiring any cognitive effort. So you're not having to use your mental power while you regulate your breathing rate, which is very important, especially when someone is going through a panic attack. What happens is you're stressed, your body is also stressed and so your nervous system starts to act as if it's in a uh, flight or fight mode so your breathing rate is heightened your muscles may even tense up and you just don't have the ability to control the way you're breathing and this is exactly why this gadget will give you breathing techniques that require concentration but it will count on your behalf so the way it's activated is as you've mentioned honey there certain scents will come out relaxing scents like lavender and peppermint and a series of three blinking lights on the device will guide you as you exhale now when the third light comes on as a user you'll go ahead and breathe again without having to think or count in your head so the device itself will count for you it will help you know exactly how long should you be holding that breath in so that you can calm your body back down yes fun fact ladies and gentlemen now sometimes when we get anxious or nervous what happens our stomach starts to hurt we find it kind of feels and that there's pain in our stomachs. I'll tell you why, because there is not enough blood in the stomach and it starts to be kind of uh, exerted in different parts of the body. Hmm. And and a lot of people who work out can kind of uh, vouch for for me on this. Yeah. Now, some people who work on their legs, hmm. for example, they have a leg day, all the blood goes to the legs because obviously you just worked it out. And some people even vomit after leg day hmm. because of how intense that workout was because all the blood is being kind of drained from the stomach and going to a different part or an area so when you have something a type of gadget like this to help you calm you down a kind of relieves the blood flow in your body it's going to be a life changer because i believe that at some point in time all of us have went through panic have have maybe even had anxiety 
But let's talk about it on a global scale. Now, the U.S. has already started ordering Kwame Go to actually distribute among army veterans yes. who may be struggling with the aftermath of conflicts, for example, PTSD, or some of them even kind of have uh, anxiety disorders. Now, the country where 40% of adults do sh- show actually signs of anxi- anxiety mm-hmm. and depression can definitely use a tech-savvy solution to help people deal with stress in day-to-day life. Now, we do know that uh, in the United States, unfortunately, army veterans uh, suffer a big deal when it does come to mental illnesses, PTSD, and even depression. So a device like this could make their life easier. Absolutely. And the best part about it is that the features of this device does make it a little bit different than the typical breathing in and breathing out. So the device will also work on different senses. You have the sense of touch, so the, the device itself will actually vibrate when you've finished exhaling. And uh, it will also address other senses like your sense of sight. So you'll have, a, as we've mentioned, a blinking light that will determine for you when should you be inhaling next, when you should be exhaling next. And it's also working on that sense of smell. So you're smelling the lavender, you're smelling the peppermint. And if anyone has gone through a panic attack, you would know that the number one tips that people give are usually focus on something you can smell, something you can touch, and something that you can hear. Mm. Because sometimes your mind is so, you know, you're so overwhelmed that you can't think straight. But if you go back to the basics, to focusing on your senses, then you are good to go. Best part about it is that this device is also portable, so it's small enough to fit in your pocket, to fit in your purse. Very easy to use. And when you're out and about and you get through a panic attack and you don't have necessarily someone to calm you down, this tool will come in handy to help you calm down within just a few minutes yeah now talking about smell actually fun fact some people actually keep in their bags vix oh or yes. the what's it called essential oils essential oils or vix now vix would be the cheaper option yeah. as it is very cheap and you can find it anywhere it's abundance in a lot of uh, pharmacies and mm. supermarkets they'll keep vix in their bag and if they go through something they'll just dab it on their hand mm-hmm. and start smelling their hand with vix because uh, it just kind of it sometimes it will calm certain small smells calm a person yes. depends on that person but let's know your guys thoughts 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio uh, do you suffer from anxiety do you suffer from panic attacks and would a device like Calm Me Go be helpful for your day to day life but ladies and gentlemen on the show or on uh, uh, Pulse, <laughs> Pulse 95 coming up is the halftime show the only place to be at 3 with the man himself Omar Duri how you doing we're doing good how are you doing <laughs> trying to make sure I can hear myself <laughs> I'm doing well. Was that your bag in there, by the way? Sorry to go off topic. Which bag? That small bag that's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to actually ask you guys, seeing that you guys are future talk, I was going to ask you if you'd recommend a bag that I could use to put all the Mac, because I know you're a fanboy, yes, and the iPad and the phone all in one bag without having too much space. Oh, and then God. I, then I saw that and you, I was like, I don't know if it's the right guy to ask. You need an uh, all-in-one okay, gadget bag. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't carry my charger with me. I don't. Uh. I just keep the laptop and let's say, for example, a pen or a paper. It depends. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the bag situation, I got it. I'm a very tech-savvy person and uh, I've seen a lot of tech-savvy people or tech enthusiasts on YouTube. They have that big bag for all-in-one go. It's not as big as... I'm going to pick your brain on that afterwards. <laughs> I got you, brother. All right, coming up on the show today. on the show? I'll tell you what's coming up on the show today. So so when we associate health and fitness, we normally associate it with training and with nutrition and with everything. But can we be overtraining, overhydrating, and overeating? Mm. And that's something mm. we're going to be talking about today on the show. Very good, because also, uh, Omar, I've heard that if you do too much cardio, it could be bad for you as well mm. as the... Wa- as Water in your body, your body actually might want to retain that water 
because it's scared you might be dehydrated. That's a very good point. And normally that comes from sodium, which is the salt in our food. So that would be the dehydration part. However, mm. with the water, when you do flush in and out, that's fine. But when it comes down to the sodium, that's the problem. Yeah. So there you have it here, folks. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a short break. Or actually, we're going to end the show because it's time to end the show. Uh, you got the halftime show. The only place to be at three with Omar Dori coming up in T minus five minutes. So keep us 95 locked. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.